0: Every year when there is a budget, what is my job? I don't know, economics. I can't I can't figure out the numbers in the budgets. Those things are left to domain specialists. My job is to search for the biggest political takeaways. So, searching for the biggest political takeaway or takeaways in Nirbhula Sitaraman's pre-election budget is what you won't find, you won't find any luck with it, even on a most thorough reading of the budget. You know why? Because what's most important political point is the missing P. What is the missing P? No giveaways, no welfare schemes, no new welfare schemes, no tax cuts, no exemptions, nothing. P therefore stands for populism. So the missing P or the missing factor in this budget is populism and that missing factor is the biggest political message of this budget. Why? We explain that for you. Read this budget therefore as a declaration of victory a month before Lok Sabha elections are even announced. This is something old-timers like us have forgotten to expect. Later generations or or those that started voting 1989 onwards wouldn't have seen something something that looks so bland because every pre-election budget has promises or, or some new announcements. This blandness, however, is the statement of electoral confidence and the key message from this budget. It was quite some time back that a pre-election budget ceased to be a mere vote on account. A vote on account was to carry on government spending until the newly elected government came in with a full budget mid-year. In the course of time, this vote on account became an interim budget. Compare this year's budget statement with what Piyush Koel presented ahead of the elections in 2019, the last elections. It launched PM Kisan, a welfare scheme as wide in its political impact as in financial cost. It raised income tax slabs at several levels, bringing relief to millions of people and brought in some other important and voter-friendly changes as well. This one this one has none of this. Even the rooftop solar scheme, to which is linked this promise of 300 units of free power, this is linked to your rooftop solar. Even this This scheme was one that Prime Minister Narendra Modi had already unveiled on the day of the Ram Temple consecration. The rest is just a continuation and some expansion, housing for the poor for example, so there there is expansion of some existing schemes but otherwise nothing new. The absence of populism, however, should not be misread as that of politics. Nothing the Modi government says or does is ever without politics. The standout point here is a formidable counter to the most, two most important lines of attack the BGP typically faces from its challengers on social justice and secularism. The words social justice and secularism feature in this budget speech. Secularism at least once, social justice at least thrice. Much of, much of India blocks New campaign is built on caste-based social justice with promise on caste censuses and distribution of benefits in accordance with each group's numbers, jiski jitni azadi uska utna haq. As its first political counter, the BJP lower back Nitish Kumar, the caste census man of the match, because he's the one who released the Bihar caste census, held a caste census and released the results also Karnataka. The previous Congress government held a caste census, but even this government has not released the results. He did in Bihar. He is the one that the BJP now lowered back. So, it's like the other side is set up to play a final match with you, but you take their man of the match in advance. That's what's happened. Next, see what follows in this budget. The social justice section in the budget seeks to give it a completely different meaning, defining its approach to development as all-round and pervasive. I am quoting now, all-round, all-pervasive and all-inclusive. Quotes closed there. It says it covers all castes. Once again, quotes begin, it covers all castes and people at all levels. Quotes closed. After elaborating on this a bit more, it says... Previously, again, I am quoting again, the quotes begin. It says, previously, social justice was just a political slogan. For this government, Sitaraman said, social justice, and I quote again, social justice is an effective and necessary governance model. And saturation approach of covering all eligible people is the true and comprehensive social justice. This is where secularism is also shoehorned into the proposition. And I quote again, this is secularism in action, she says. A long-time reader of Indian politics will put it under the box where the Modi Shah BJP hyphenates social justice with secularism and tries to counter both with its sabka saath, sabka vikas. So, ek tir se do shikar, hitting two targets, striking two targets with one arrow. This is a, this is a carefully crafted political pitch. And I lean again on the budget document and quote from it. The resources are distributed fairly. All, regardless of their social standing, get access to opportunities. That's what Sitaraman said. The idea is, again, the idea is to again quote, the idea is to address systemic inequalities that plague our society. The political pitch, therefore, is to divorce socioeconomic status and a share of national resources from identity. Domain experts and economists will look at the numbers. I find it a significant positive that an incumbent is going to the polls claiming a track record of building infrastructure, physical assets, as well as virtual, and makes a larger allocation for the new year, for infrastructure. Remember, there there isn't a larger allocation for National Rural Employment Guarantee Scheme. It's the same as before. In fact, the defense budget, if anything, marginally, Thousand It's nothing in the big picture, but marginally, if at all, it has gone down, not gone up. That's that those are very important figures, whereas infrastructure, the numbers have gone up. If infrastructure becomes a vote catching factor, it is a significant positive for Indian politics. Think about it. The same budget could have doubled the giveaways under the PM Kisan program instead. That it wasn't done tells us three things. One, that the BJP is confident of winning even even nonchalant about the elections Two, that it thinks things like infrastructure more educational institutions and soft entrepreneurial loans will work quite well instead and third that it isn't willing to suspend its fiscal caution in an election year that's why another significant takeaway in the budget statement is not just the figures that fiscal deficit targets have been met or have been bettered but the fact that government is claiming credit for not only keeping its commitment on fiscal deficit, but pulling it back marginally, when did when did that seem to be such a big virtuous thing to virtuous claim to make in an election year? That's a positive. This is what isn't expected in an election year, when you generally expect a spending spree. The fiscal discipline had better wait for next year. Right now, let me somehow spend my way out of, the, out of this anti-incumbency and win my next election. I will then correct my fisc later, but that hasn't been done this time. There are of course other elements we must take note of and not all are positive. The big negative in our book would be an indication that the government is losing interest in disinvestment. Earlier targets have been missed and the new one is really low. It will probably be said that the PSU stock prices and valuations have gone up, so why sell them now? But then the excuse for not selling when stock prices are low is precisely this. Why sell now when the valuations are so poor? Let's wait, let's wait for when they get better. Let's speak the truth now. And and it's tempting therefore to say and I believe it's safe to draw the conclusion that philosophically this BGP also lacks Atul Bihari Vajpayee's commitment to privatization. All governments enjoy being in business while arguing against it. They will continue saying, jis desh ka raja Vyapari, uski praja bikhari. That wherever the monarch or the sovereign or the ruler is doing business, is in business, their subjects are always poor, they are always beggars. Jis desh raja vyapari uski praja Bikhari, They will say that, but they will do the opposite. That's why in conclusion. Ideologically, that is one reform Indian politics still waits for. On the evidence of this full majority government over two terms yet, it looks like that wait only got longer.